friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. It is me, Sarah, here with Shelby. Hello. And Jennifer. Hey. And we have a very special guest today. Hello. <laughs> His name is Adam. I won't say your last name because a lot of people don't like that. Thank you. And uh, he's going to come tell us a spooky story. Spooky, yes. Spooky-ish? Weird-ish? Spooky-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes. I can deal with ish. I like ishes. Yeah. I like to keep things low-key. Right. Right. <laughs> gotcha. We don't, but it's fine. So what's the deal, yo? What are you going to tell us about? I'm going to tell you about the lead masks case. Ooh. But opener question? You got a quick icebreaker. Yes. Okay. Um, I wrote it on my hand so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses and why? I love this question because I've actually been asked this several times. So I am <laughs> on deck for this one. So the obvious answer is 100 duck-sized horses. Only because horses, by nature, pretty docile. They're yeah. probably not going to fuck with you. But if they are, at least you know you can sweep the leg. That's true. Whereas okay. ducks are, well, basically Satan spawned with bills. They are. I've actually been chased by a duck before. Now it imagine. Fun. Now imagine them a hundred times bigger. That'd be horrible. Exactly. Was it a duck or a goose? It was a duck. Really? Yes. They're, I feel like geese are a lot um, more. I don't know. Aggressive. aggressive? Yeah. No, not if the, a baby is involved. A duck can be pretty aggressive. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can see that. Northside Park. Doling. They're both dickhead waterfowl, so I don't know. That's true. Like, they're both awful animals. They have the web feet of Satan. I instantly thought that I would rather do a horse-sized duck. Not really? do, but fight. Not do? <laughs> be like Howard the Duck? Well, once you've subdued him, you can have your way duck. with him. <laughs> Like, once you've right. got them on the ground, it's basically yours to do as you please. Oh, Jesus. Interesting. I, as we all know, really, really like horses. That's true. So I would rather fight a horse-sized duck just because I would not want to hurt duck-sized horses. <laughs> and also, it'd be like a puppy pit. You know what I mean? Like, you, I would just lay there and be like, puppies. Yeah, but tiny hooves. Ponies. <laughs> tiny hooves. Yeah. Little Grinch feet. No. <laughs> I'd still say. Little Grinch feet. Little Grinch feet. Okay. I would say a horse-sized duck because when I won, I would ride it like a magnificent right. beast into battle. Obviously. Yeah. Also, I don't want to hurt horses. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What about you, Adam? I would fight one horse-sized duck because I, in my mind, it's like uh, Legend of Zelda when you attack a chicken and they all swarm you. I get a hundred horses swarming you is a horrible idea. I figure if I got one duck to keep an eye on, then I can stay laser focused. Exactly. I feel like if a hundred anything swarm you, it's not great news, though. I mean, but you still chose the ducks. Wait, yeah, I I still chose the duck size. Yeah, also, yeah, ducks eat like insects and stuff and like little fleshy things, right? I mean, I don't know what ducks eat. They have teeth. How fleshy is an insect? Like, they eat fish and frogs, though, By too, By definition, don't they? not fleshy at all. <laughs> exactly, that's what I Exoskeleton. I'm just saying, horses, horses are herbivores, so they won't eat you, but a 
giant duck might eat you. Yeah, but I've seen people get bit by horses. It doesn't look pleasant. No, it is really yeah. painful. Well, and you could run the math. How many how many teeth does a horse have? Like, what, 30? Yeah. So if Absolutely. there's 100 it's of them, exactly there's so many like more teeth. 3,000 teeth. This sounds right. terrible. Yeah. Everything about this sounds terrible. Versus one crocodile-sized bill. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I don't think any of us are coming out unscathed, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. Not at all. Yikes. Yikes. Okay, let's do this. Tell us your tale, man. Okay. On the afternoon of August 20th, 1966, caveat, there's a lot of Brazilian words in here, and oh. I don't have any capacity for language, so. You should hear Jennifer speak French. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah, this sounds like me, really. I, I feel yeah. like so, me, being, me being able to pronounce things in Europe is a lot like Portuguese, so I got you on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Under control. I tried this last night. Baloney part. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Jorge da Costa Alves was flying a kite on Ventum Hill in uh, Niteroy, Rio de Janeiro, when he found two bodies lying in a patch of weeds. How old was this guy? Do you know? Was it an adult or a boy? Uh, I gather he was a tweener. Maybe. Okay. How okay. weird was it I that was, he was flying yeah, a kite? I was just like, how <laughs> odd is it that he was flying a kite? I, don't, I saw pictures of this hill. I don't know why you would fly a kite. It's not like parkland. It's oh. really... So, brushy grown up it's 66 maybe he was looking for a place to drop lsd and fly Mm. a kite is a metaphor it could be or maybe he's a creepy ass adult that likes to fly kites or you take acid and fly kites yeah yeah all in favor that one yeah yes okay so the two bodies uh two men were dressed in really nice suits and waterproof coats Hmm. there was an empty bottle of water next to the bodies and a packet containing two wet towels there was no sign of violence, and in fact, no apparent cause of death at all. What? Okay. Yeah. And the towels are still wet? Yes. Okay. I don't remember if I said it, but this is called the Lead Masks Case. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason it's known as that is because of what was also found near the bodies, lead masks. And in my mind, when I read this, I was thinking like a full-on uh, welder's mask or something out of Iron Man. I was thinking Man in the Iron Mask right, starring Iron Leonardo Iron DiCaprio. <laughs> or the, the whole whalebone thing with uh, Henry VIII or whatever it was. The guy that he imprisoned and put like, the whalebone oh, mask over him. Oh, yeah. Bo- yep. Both those things kind of crossed my mind whenever you said this. But... but mostly Leonardo DiCaprio. We'd all be fucking wrong. <laughs> Fantastic. Really? So what it was, have you ever had your eyes dilated? It's kind of like sunglasses oh weird made out of tin oh or, okay uh, made, out of uh, lead out of lead yes not tin and so they were laying next to the bodies and they had looked like they had been cut out of a shingle a single sheet of lead uh so <laughs> as the cops processed the scene they found a small notebook on one of the corpses that said uh, that contained a few mysterious instructions 1630 estar no local determinado determinado Eight, 1830 <laughs> Engineer Capsulas Apos Afito Prodiger Metalis Aguadar Sinal Massacre. Where the hell's Alonzo at? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it, intern. Yes. What the fuck? This is making me feel really bad about myself. And, and Alonzo, Alonzo <laughs> speaks Spanish. You're fine. Trans- right. Translated. Okay, there okay, we go. Good. Uh, 1630, be at the specified location. 1830, ingest capsules. After the effect, protect metals await signal mask. It was later determined that the writing on the note didn't match either of the men's handwriting. Weird. So so they were able to identify these guys then? Yes. Okay. That's the next paragraph. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry I cut into the next paragraph. 
God damn it, Shelby. <laughs> the cops eventually figured out that these two guys were Manuel Piera de Cruz and Miguel Jose Viana, two electronic technicians from Campos dos Goitas Quesas, a town several kilometers to the northeast of Rio de Janeiro. I think one of those words was cheese. <laughs> It's all in Brazil, man. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Campos means cheats. Uh, remnants Just of those. Kidding. Rem- Queso? <laughs> Casa is house. <laughs> Both of that would make the story much more interesting. Right. The cheese uh, house! Yeah. I, I, I think it's the hill of the two cheeses. I'm pretty sure that's what he was <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Could be why he's flying a kite there. Absolutely. I would go to the hill of the yeah. two cheeses to fly kites. I would. Remnants of the lead from which the masks were made had been found in Miguel's workshop. The day they died, the two men had left their hometown, saying that they needed to buy some stuff for work. They got on a bus going to Niteroy and arrived around 2.30. They bought the waterproof coats at a local store and got a bottle of water from a local bar. The waitress of the bar was interviewed, and she said that Miguel was very nervous and frequently looked at his watch. No one saw the two of them alive after they left the bar, and it's presumed that they went directly to Ventum Hill, where they died. Hmm. Ventum doesn't sound like cheese. Well, and to be fair, there's an accent mark over the E, but I don't know how to pronounce Ooh. that in uh, oh, Portuguese, so gotcha. it's Ventum. Dang it. <laughs> Terrain at Ventum Hill is pretty rough, so it took the cops a day to get out there. When they Ooh. got the bodies back to the coroner, he said that he was too busy to do an autopsy. What? Yeah. He's, what? Man, being he a coroner was, sounds awesome. They found the bodies. It took them a day to get out there, and then when they got them, the coroner was too busy to look at them. Way too big. Crack police squad. What the hell? This so, sounds like Canada. So how did, <laughs> you're aware. Essentially, yeah. How did this middle-aged man flying the kite get out there so quickly then? I guess Camping. he just hangs out there. LSD. That's great kite weather. He, he lives out there. He blew his kite out there. Like, he rode it. Oh, right, right. Yeah. On the wind currents. Makes sense. <laughs> the wind yeah. currents. It doesn't not make sense. Mm-hmm. I, I hear they're crazy in Brazil that time of year. Thank you. It was an adult-sized kite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, hence, when they finally got around to checking the corpses out, they were too decomposed to determine if there was any poison in the bodies or even cause of death. Ugh. The thinking is that they didn't plan to commit suicide because they got a receipt when they bought the water so that they could return the bottle and get their money back. It seemed like they were planning on coming back to town. Huh. Like a receipt for the deposit on the bottle? Yes, or? That's, that's my weird. understanding. Kind of like huh. those milk. It, like, was a, it was like yeah. a bottle of mineral fair. water yeah. that they bought. Uh so I guess they thought that they could take the glass, the bottle back and get their money back. I also have a stack of receipts sitting around my house that I will never look at again. Oh, so for sure. I'm not going to my... say that's cause, necessarily. Like, I feel like they would have gotten the receipt just like, well, if it doesn't work out, we'll come back and get this 10 cents. That's what my uh, purse is for. Just so we're all <laughs> just, just a bottomless, a pit, bottomless of pit of receipts. receipts. Cool. Because I'm sure not taking that chicken back to Popeye's. Let's no, for sure not. That's also what the bottom of your floorboards on your car, that's what that is, too. Diana Fire. You have that. it all over the I place. hate you so much. <laughs> I honestly thought you meant that you had old chicken from Popeye's in your car. <laughs> and Wouldn't I didn't know great? how to react to that. Would no. it really surprise you, though? That's no. disgusting. Why she would had I vomit? Have... <laughs> she had vomit on the side of her car. On the inside of her car for at least two weeks and didn't clean it up. It was like I a know. week. <laughs> I was there. No, it was two weeks. I was there when the vomit got on the car. I understand. Yeah. I wasn't. Adam, please continue. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, when I was 12, I drank tequila and ate marshmallows <laughs> and hamburgers at a camping trip and threw up all over my sister in a car. Ew. Overnight. <laughs> Did she forgive you? 
they don't talk anymore. No. <laughs> Ever since then, can't talk. That was a family legend. (laughs) Some theorized the men had been killed in a robbery. It was reported at the time that the men had taken three million cruzeros when they went for supplies. That's a lot. I feel like a lot. How much is that? It's hard to convert this amount because the inflation rate was staggeringly was staggeringly high in Brazil in 1966. So, <laughs> all right, I don't know. So it was seven dollars. It was seventeen dollars. Is what you're telling me. Three, it was three million whatevers, which seems like a lot. Yeah. Uh, when the bodies were found, though, Miguel had 157 thousand on him in a plastic bag, and Manuel had four thousand in his pocket. So a lot of the cruzeros had disappeared. I want to know what a cruzero is. Also, is it like a bill or a coin? Because that'd be a lot of coinage in a pocket. That would. Again. I mean, <laughs> don't look at me and smirk like you don't know what I'm saying, Shelby. They can make coins in large denominations, Sarah. It'd be like poker chips. Yeah, you could have a one million Cruzeiro coin that you then get changed out for several different hundred thousand Cruzeiro coins <laughs> that are actually worth nine dollars. <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue. I felt like I had researched this really well. And- <laughs> We're just poking holes left Yeah, chicken holes everywhere. Uh, This ain't our first rodeo, Adam. Just so you're aware. I read this to my wife last night, and she's like, how much is that? And I was like, no, nobody's going to ask that. (laughs) Uh, It's like Monopoly money. What is it really worth? There was no sign of the electrical equipment that they might have purchased, but based on the reconstruction of the timeline, there wasn't any time when they could even have gotten bought in those supplies. Some people thought Miguel and Manuel had engaged in a smuggling operation. There were also hints that they may have been involved in espionage. See, my mind didn't go there. I was thinking love affair gone wrong. Well, and oh. I didn't... My mind did not go there either. <laughs> uh, there there wasn't any evidence to support, to support either of those theories, including the love affair gone wrong, which I had just heard about. But there was no evidence to support that either. <laughs> Did, uh, but did they investigate it is the real question here. Well, one of them was on. married, so I guess... That doesn't matter. Yeah, that I guess it doesn't matter. matter. I've, I've got a lot of married friends that are doing some weird shit, so... <laughs> well, at this point, the theory well. started to get a little more unusual. <laughs> the Giorno do, do Brazil published a story in their August 25th... Giorno? Yes, journal. That, 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 means, that means the journal. journal. Oh, the journal of the pizza? Yeah. yeah it's yes. not delivery, okay. it's the journal. The journal. <laughs> Subscription seven ninety nine per slice. Yeah, uh-huh. that's uh, expensive pizza. <laughs> they published that Senora Gracinda Barbosa Cuntino da Sousa. This is ridiculous. These names are ridiculous. <laughs> not that you're saying them ridiculous. No, these don't names... let Jennifer Banks fool you. She's not that aggressive. <laughs> no, it's just that the names are ridiculous. They are. Well, and this lady was supposedly real high society. Oh, she has a thousand names. Classy as fuck. Yeah, this is bonus content. Uh, <laughs> said that she had seen an unusual object flying over Benton Hill on the night of August 17th. She said that she was driving with three of her children when they saw an oval-shaped object of an orangey color with a band of fire around its edges. It was sending out rays in all directions and hanging over the top of the hill. She stopped the car and watched the object as it rose and fell vertically for three to four minutes. It's the spook light. <laughs> Obviously. It's orange, not blue. Don't be ridiculous, Jennifer. And then flashing across it in type, it says, Manny, will you marry me? (laughs) I'm sticking with this star-crossed levers thing. Yeah, obviously. The case gets even weirder when it was revealed that in 1962, a man named Hermes had been found dead on top of Moro de Cuzero near Nevis. I tried Googling this, and I think it's about six kilometers from Ventum Hill. How much is kilometers in miles? (laughs) 
That is fascinating. What is a kilometer? <laughs> well, a five, ki- a five kilometers is three miles, thereabouts. Okay. So a little so bit more than three miles. Pretty close. Yeah, pretty okay. close. Uh, <laughs> Hermes Corpse. What is a kilometer? <laughs> Hermes Corpse also had a lead mask lying next to it. Really? Like oh. lead sunglasses? Yes. Like the other dudes? Suppose that's what the research says. Huh. Hmm. I did get all this out of uh, UFO magazine. But... Fantastic. <laughs> no, that's uh, fine. We like those sources. We never ask you to cite your sources. Never. In the August 31st issue of Fola de Sao Paulo, a, air quotes, professor of yoga, suggested that the <laughs> men... Interesting. Su- suggested that the men may have been trying to carry out a telepathic experiment with high-frequency thought waves. The... Uh, the professor of yoga explained in the article that experiments of this kind with alkaloids such as LSD-25 or mescaline are taken to step up mental alertness and the frequency of the brain. I mean, yeah, yeah, LSD, mescaline, let's he, do this. He's a professor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't go to eight years of yoga school. To, <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. And you know, eight years of yoga school to not be called doctor. <laughs> Uh, on August 27th, a man named Elcio Gomez, a friend of Miguel and Manuel, was arrested for making contradictory statements. What? <laughs> Wait, what? They, cra- I don't they cracked like down Jesus. hard in Brazil. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe it's to the authorities, maybe? Mm. Right. It, I mean, it's, it's I'm perjury. I'm extrapolating that, so yeah. I could be right. right. He could have just been standing on the street corner. He's like, I killed them. No, I didn't. It, <laughs> Actually, it, I didn't. Just jokes. It's probably more or less like an obstruction of justice charge, yeah. I would imagine. Same, same logic. Uh, Donna Nelly Piera de Cruz, Manuel's widow, had said that she was present for a fight between her husband and Gomez, who was described as an assistant of the dead men. As he was questioned by the authorities, Gomez said that Miguel and Manuel, like Gomez himself, were scientific spiritualists, that in common with many other Brazilians, they regularly attended seances, that they were members of a secret society with unknown aims, but apparently devoted to spiritism. He said that Manuel and Miguel wanted to enter into communications with beings on Mars, that they had collaborated in many strange electronic experiments, <laughs> that they and Gomez had engaged in an experiment, which was confirmed by Manuel's father, where a device they had built had violently exploded. Wait, what? Wait, what? Okay, so... So they're huh. spiritualists. Scientific spiritualists. So they think oh. they're Again, angels air quotes. on Mars. Scientologists. Uh, <laughs> they're Scientologists, as it turns out. Wait, this is in Brazil? Yes, in Brazil. Didn't Crowley have a huge following in Brazil? Mexico. Ah, fuck. Never mind. Yeah, he never, he never went that far south. So I was actually asked the same thing. I'm like, this sounds pretty Crowley-y. And then he said Mars. And I'm like, oh, never mind. He never mind. <laughs> he if it around. was like tantric sex and ham, that would be a completely oh, yeah, different sure. situation. Right, he just wants to bang everybody on this planet. That was the only big difference. Uh, yep. <laughs> Adam gets it. <laughs> The authorities found a book on scientific spiritualism in Miguel's house with pages pages marked regarding masks, intense luminosity, and accompanying spirits. Miguel's sister also said that her brother had told her a few days before he and Manuel were found dead that he would soon be carrying out an important mission, but that it was a secret he could not disclose to anybody. So what happened? I'm not saying it was aliens. But it was aliens. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. It was uh, for sure aliens from Mars. Uh, no one really knows what happened. Uh, assuming the articles from 60-year-old newspapers in Brazil are right, 
Manuel and Miguel probably went to the hill to try some experiment to contact aliens. They took some sort of drug to open their mind, and they overdosed. They thought that they would encounter a bright light, hence the lead masks. It's a story that is really more famous for being famous than for anything that we'll ever know for sure. Uh, it gets passed around the internet because it's got a cool name like Lead Masks Case, and it keeps people writing about it. But really, it's probably just two misguided guys who took something that they shouldn't have. And dressed up in a suit. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you, don't, you don't meet out-of-town or friends, you know, in your schlub clothes. <laughs> right. right, exactly. You gotta be a good host. This is iffy, though. I mean, like, two grown-ass men go to a hill where another guy had died previously. Yes. Three miles away. Who was, who was probably a They're member of their house. group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they make weird lead sunglasses, which yes. probably did not look cool and definitely no. did not go with their suit. Let's be real. No. Talk, talk <laughs> they, about these... they look pretty amateur. Talk to me about these lead sunglasses. Like, was there like a pinhole in them to wear? Like, kind of like the uh, the eclipse, eclipse glasses? glasses. The pictures that I saw, they look just like you cut a sunglass frame out of a piece of metal. Like, there you can't really see through them. Right. That's where I'm. I don't. I didn't see why. a pinhole. Huh. Well, if the light block... was bright enough, I mean, a pinhole would burn your retinas. Right. Or to block radiation. Yeah, that's From true. Just your eyes, though. Like, I go to the dentist; they put a whole vest on me. They cover your junk, right? The sunglasses? No. <laughs> no! I my sunglasses do not cover my junk. Mine do. I have really big sunglasses. I, That's true. I think you go to the wrong dentist. <laughs> Wait. I don't think Hold on. Did, yeah. I don't think they do that. It just covers your chest. No. It covers like your whole torso. You're a liar. That no! doesn't cover your junk. It just goes to the bottom of I'm your torso. I'm sorry. I'm cut right here. Is that is my junk not covered? No, if it a is. little but vest is that long, is that off, not my junk being covered? You're sitting as well. <laughs> I well, sit well, at the yeah, dentist. Yeah, you sit at the dentist too. I mean, yeah, what are you doing? I feel like <laughs> Jennifer. I feel really uncomfortable talking about Sarah's junk. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, Adam. We're just getting started. <laughs> I'm I, just saying, if the lead vest, it's like a catcher's. You're short. That is true. That you is are true. Short. There you go. That's why I covered your junk. Also, I have no torso. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> Son of a bitch. My, my dentist has just been radiating my junk for the last couple of years. <laughs> I'm yep. being honest, I'm a little upset about it, but at this point, I mean, damage is done. <laughs> right. So it's totally fine. Fine. Anywho, so lead sunglasses. <laughs> I don't I still don't really understand. I mean, I get that if there was an immense amount of radiation, they didn't want it to burn their eyes out. Or it, maybe it was just the brightness of the light. Let's yes. ima let's imagine that they thought, oh, we could just get like welding goggles, but this thing is gonna be forty times more intense than any you know, welding beam we've ever seen or whatever. Yeah. And they were supposed to be electricians, so I'd imagine they would have access to some sort of welding. Something, something something protective, yeah. Something yeah. shaded at least. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's 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 really strange to me just because obviously they had to have I'm not gonna say had to, because obviously we've talked about how this has been sensationalized to a certain extent, but they had to have taken something outside of their normal realm of drug taking activities, I would think. Because somebody who's taken LSD or mescaline or whatever the case might be knows about the right amount to not, you know, die. Well, and if there's a whole group of people doing it, you know what I mean? Like, obviously the note was written by someone else. Yes. Right. It's like, <clears throat> maybe dosage. Maybe let's write some dosage on there. <laughs> well, and also, I don't know that anybody's ever died of, like, an LSD or mescaline overdose. I mean, that's a thing. What about that guy in Wormwood? He jumped out a window. Although that's not from overdose. Okay, right. that's, that's from jumping out a window. <laughs> I don't God, feel like I Sarah. should have had to explain that part I'm, to you. But... You know what, Shelby? <laughs> Are you surprised? Not one bit. Nope. 
didn't think so. I don't know. The the capsule thing makes me think it was some sort of a pill, whether it was... I mean, obviously, there was no official examination by a coroner that was on duty at the time because the guy was busy. Yeah. What De- were you deal- doing? Right, dealing with the other mysterious deaths around this area or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel good about how that about the fact that that guy probably like retired comfortably because he well, really should have taken a closer look at that shit. Maybe he was like a member of their group. You know what I mean? Or maybe their group runs more of that town than we know, and they kind that's of forestalled true. the whole thing. And that's that's really what's kind of oopy spooky about this is that it's a lot of possibilities that it could be. Mm-hmm. Like, right. there's enough flavor. With the aliens and the scientific spiritualism, whatever that is. The, what is that? I, it's Scientology. <laughs> it, it sounds a lot like Scientology. This sounds a lot like Xenu coming back to yeah. me. So, mm. I don't know. All right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, let us know. As always, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. Adam, it was a delight talking to you today. I had a lot of fun. We yeah, enjoyed your presence. In. Cool. All right, well, guys, have a great day, and we hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks. Bye.